0: To see the to the to see to the sponge, to to the Oh. Yeah, yeah, my baby.
1: Yankee King.
0: yeah, man. Welcome back, episode 47 of the Motherfucking K Podcast. As I mentioned with the Louis C. Rhymes interview, I spent the weekend or last weekend up in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York,
1: New York.
0: <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. But yeah, man, I flew up to New York, uh, Brooklyn specifically, to see my brother and some family up there. I flew in on Friday into LaGuardia Airport. I called a lift to my brothers. Man, let me fucking tell you. You, know, you hear about the crazy traffic and all that shit, congestion, all that. Up in New York, crazy people on the road, man. I was with one of them. <laughs> My fucking lift driver... I don't know what road we were on or whatever... But we were getting close to Brooklyn... And this motherfucker... You know on the highway... There's like... Say there's three lanes... There's the yellow line... then there's three lanes with the dotted lines in between them... That you drive on... And then on each side of the three lanes... There's usually... Two spots... That... They kind of shove all the debris on it... You know what I mean? It's not a fucking driving lane... But that's just... It's there... This dude literally probably drove in that fucking debris lane going hella fast for like at least a couple miles and I'm sitting there just fucking holding on to my seat you know what I mean like oh shit as long as you get us there man I'm cool you know what I'm saying you're getting five stars from me no accidents we get there on time you're cool with me bro (laughs) so yeah I mean it was a little little bit of a fucking adventure getting there but once we got there man we good to go baby so yeah as soon as I got to my brother's crib in Brooklyn, I realized it was Biggie's birthday, which was kind of ironic. Biggie Smalls being from Brooklyn as well. You know what I'm saying? Actually, before we get too far into this, you know what I mean? Gotta do a little thing here. Just to, you know what I mean? Show some love to the, the city, to the borough. You know what I mean, it took care of me over the weekend. I've always had a lot of love from New York for Numerous reasons, but um,
2: think small, think small, think think small, think think small, from son, the loudest one. Presenting BK to the fullest gats I, pull it.
0: Bass, I stuck in when Big be bucking. chicken heads be ooh, bucking ooh, in my ooh, back fucking it ain't nothing. Ain't no yeah I mean Hey Alright P to Biggie I'm saying, just real quick a little some sum. But yeah, man, I fucking flew into New York, into Brooklyn on Biggie's birthday. So that was cool. Kind of ironic. Uh birthplace of Biggie, you know what I'm saying. Actually he might have been born in Jamaica, but I know he you know. He repped Brooklyn. That was like his hometown. All right. Fuck out of here. And ironically, we used to call my brother Big E. Not Big E like Big E Smalls, but Big E because his first name starts with an E. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, met up with some family Friday night. We went to my buddy's, uh, my brother's buddy opened this bar up there called Tailgate. So if you're in Brooklyn, go check out Tailgate. It's like the first, essentially the first quarantine-proof bar that opened up during quarantine where they designed everything with social distancing and the pandemic in mind, basically. It's all outdoors. Essentially what they did was took these old um, shipping containers from like the, the ships, the giant fucking cargo containers. They took a bunch of those and just chopped off the sides and then there's one in the middle where they chopped off both sides but instead of being in a building kind of trapped into a room like most bars it's you know it's an outdoor bar essentially but you still have the covering from rain or if it's hot from the sun and shit so that was dope you know what i mean shouts to fox and shouts to tailgate up there in brooklyn in the williamsburg area And then, uh, so we hung out there Friday night, you know what I mean? Drinking with family and my cousins and aunt and shit, catching up. And then I took my ass to fucking sleep. My brother stayed out, you know what I mean? But I was fucking tired from the flight and shit, so I took his dog back to the crib and just passed out. Then Saturday, we drove up to Islip, Long Island, uh, to see my other cousins, you know, her new... Not new, but her baby, you know, like less than two years old, her kid. Uh, So we got to spend some time up there, you know what I'm saying, up in Islip. Spent the night there. Spent the night actually in Seaford. This is all like northern Long Island. And then we drove back down to Brooklyn Sunday evening, my cousin and I. Back down to see my brother and just spend the night. Because my cousins lived in Seaford his whole life, which is like northern Long Island, mid Long Island. But he said he'd never really spent much time in Brooklyn. And like I said, I had never really been... I don't think I'd ever been to Brooklyn, period. I've been to New York, but never that borough. Always like Manhattan. And then my great-grandma used to live up in the Bronx and shit. So we'd go there, but I'd never been to Brooklyn. So my cousin and I went there. I also learned that Brooklyn is on Long Island. The the five boroughs and the way the city's organized is always kind of confusing to me. But... What, what are the five boroughs? Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island? Is that correct? Let me look that up. Yeah. So I was right. It says, New York City is composed of five boroughs. The Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Each borough is coextensive with the respective county of New York State. The boroughs of Queens and the Bronx are also Queens County and Bronx County okay well yeah so i learned this weekend that brooklyn and the bronx or excuse me brooklyn and queens are on long island manhattan is kind of like a peninsula in the middle that continues up north northeast towards the bronx and then staten island is on the other side of the water i guess on the the or yeah staten island is an island (laughs) long island is is also an island it's just a long stretch of land that kind of extends northeast and then i guess so yeah i guess the east river separates brooklyn and manhattan and then the hudson river separates manhattan and hudson also a part of jersey it looks like and then staten island's kind of tucked in beneath that staten island's almost a part of jersey it's it's part of the state of new york but it's an island kind of just off the coast of jersey to the southwest But, yeah, hopefully that clears shit up. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't know that Brooklyn and Queens were part of Long Island. Anytime I thought of Long Island, I was thinking of Seaford and Islip and up to Montauk and shit, you know, where my cousins live. I didn't realize two of the boroughs were actually also on Long Island. And I know Long Island cities in Queens, um, so I guess that kind of makes sense. I don't know. I just never thought about it before. But, yeah, so... Sunday night, me, my cousin, my brother just hung out around the city. You know what I'm saying? Walked around, went back to tailgates to see his homies and shit. Fucking drinking till, you know, late at night. Made it back to the house. Fucking passed the hell out. Then Monday, my brother had to work. I'd taken off work Monday. So my brother was working from home, and my cousin and I kind of just putts around the city. Took his dog, my brother's dog, to, uh, Domino Park, you know what I'm saying, just walked along the river, got to see a little bit of Brooklyn, definitely not everything. We kind of stayed in the the Williamsburg area, Williamsburg and Greenpoint, kind of where those two are coming together. They also had this really fucking cool thing. I'd seen it on Instagram and shit, but I we just kind of stumbled upon it, you know what I mean? We weren't planning on running into it, but it was the Greenpoint Fridge. I posted it on my Instagram. It's like this fucking it's a fridge just out in the sidewalk, essentially a community fridge. It's all tagged up to look artsy and kind of trendy, like the area is. But the idea behind the Greenpoint fridge is that people can take and leave fresh produce as is available. You know what I'm saying? Some people might need food more than others. They go in there, they can take something home with them. And then, you know, maybe there's people. I know a lot of people are fucking with these, uh, the Arrow Gardens, like we were talking about. People grow in their own shit. So maybe if you have an abundance of fruit, vegetables, greens, whatever, you can just come leave it in the fridge for other people to to consume. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought it was a cool idea, man. I like the feeling of community up there in Brooklyn or really New York period, but specifically Brooklyn just because that's where I was. All the restaurants and shops and everything. It's all like mom and pops. There's no commercial spots really. My brother and I were talking about it on our way northeast up into Islip. As we're leaving Brooklyn, I think the only chain that I saw was a Staples. And it was like right by the highway, kind of last stitch effort, you know what I'm saying? Unless, I don't know if there's any mom-and-pop like printer shops. I'm sure there are somewhere, but um, Staples was the only one that I saw. All the restaurants we went to were one-of-a-kind as far as I know. We got breakfast, we had dinner Friday night at like this cool French spot, Juliet's, and then we had breakfast on Saturday at some hole in the wall, literally, not like a shitty place, but literally it was just, you walked up to this building and it was like a little, you know what I'm saying, like a little fucking concession stand almost, but it was an actual restaurant and it was uh, this authentic Italian spot, I forget what the fuck it was called, but. Food was good, you know what I mean? Dudes were speaking Italian and shit to each other. Like, it was just a good vibe, man. So it was dope, man. And then Monday, you know what I mean? Like I said, after my cousin and I were walking around, we came back to his crib and then my, you know, grabbed our shit. And then my cousin essentially just dropped me off at JFK on his way back to Seaford. So it was a good trip, man, back in fucking sunny Florida. You know, it was pretty sunny up there, actually, but i get back here and it's like 95 fucking degrees naturally but you know what man is what it is next week is june so it's fucking almost summertime also memorial day coming up happy memorial day shout out to all the vets and all the fallen vets you know what i mean one thing i will say man is the fucking the trash obviously you see that shit in the movies and whatnot But like I said, Brooklyn's right by the East River looking at Manhattan. And in the morning when I got up, I'd gotten up a little earlier. My brother was still asleep and shit. So I went and took his dog down to the river. And um, just looking out in the water, dude. The amount of trash that was floating by. Obviously on the streets you would kind of expect it. But in the water, I think I mentioned we did that kayak river cleanup a couple weeks back. Maybe a month or so ago. Here in Florida... And we found literally no trash. I wish, <laughs> I wish that, you know what I mean? Actually, I don't wish it at all that that amount of trash was in the river. But when I was seeing that shit, I was just like, damn, bro. I hope they do that kind of shit around here. You know what I mean? And also, <laughs> someone needs to grab that shit. I know my other, one of my other cousins actually does some work on the Hudson River. I don't know exactly what she does, but this was the East River. Um, but yeah, man, that shit was fucking dirty as hell. It reminded me of Brooklyn specifically. Reminded me of the first Ninja Turtles movie, with all the graffiti and trash, newspapers flying all over the fucking sidewalk and shit. Like it looked like that. It was super dirty, but just something about it, man, It just had a good vibe, man. I don't know. I was fucking with it. My environmentalist side was kind of cringing, but at the same time, you know, what I mean, my soulful side was like, fuck yeah, we out here. But yeah, that pretty much wrapped up the New York trip, man. But just speaking of New York, I know I had mentioned that DMX was putting out a new album. It actually just dropped this Friday, May twenty eighth. So I'm gonna play a joint off here. It's pretty New York heavy. He is also featuring, you know, Snoop from the West. He's got Bono on there from U two. But I'm gonna play, in my opinion, probably the no the most New York track on this one, at least that I heard. There's He's got the locks on there, too. That's my dog. Uh, I might play both. I don't know. Let me see.
3: Niggas, we haul them out. You ain't gotta worry about the score. We gon' blow them out. Earl, David, Jason, gotta be Sean. Gotta keep on keeping up. I gotta get on. In the hood right now. Economy strong. These my niggas that I'm talking about. Follow the song. Yeah, everybody wanna be down. They playing spades. To me, all y'all niggas is clowns playing charades. hit a couple chicks in the town playing with AIDS. It's hot over there. My nigga playing the shade You see, we playing with bullets. Y'all playing with. these niggas I come with fucking grenades exactly how many times do I have to say
4: that's my dog yeah what? that's my dog yeah that's my dog yeah hey, that's my dog yeah that's my dog yeah nigga that's my dog yeah yo we ain't cool like that homie we barely even talk have you rapping
3: close cause they coming out New York hang Call from you when my mom was in the mall. Or oh, a nigga needed money, so how the fuck is you, my dog? Shit. Got a little old to see shit for what it was. Yeah, I know you longer, but I like him for what he does. No talk, 38 revolver just because. Straight licking that cranberry, fucking up my boss. That's my dog, yeah. Shit. We don't got it off the ground. Tell that the Rough Riders gave niggas a new sound. You heard I was from Yonkers like it was a new town. I'm looking at these labels like who the fuck is these new clans? Silverback, nigga, can't wait for me to fall. Same time that bitches can't wait for me to call These hating motherfuckers I've been trying to avoid Let's do it for Rihanna, let's do
4: this shit for Floyd That's my dog, yeah, that's my dog, yeah That's my dog, yeah, that's my dog, yeah That's my
1: dog, yeah, that's my dog, yeah That's my dog, yeah, that's my dog, yeah You can feel the love of all the evil I mend you Either playing God or a dog that needs a menu. I was born a wolf, my nigga let me continue from a town where niggas fly out the window either they got thrown or the dust did it now nah, the knife didn't kill him but the rust did it looking at the new mclaren need a glutch in it that gun probably got a homie but i fucks with it all these niggas been my dog since the lowlife days got a 45 should have probably blow like haze you don't want to harm me let me go my way. I'm like, Doughboy boy. You gon' wanna roll like Trey. All my niggas know the ticket on the Haran price. Every bar that I say, sorta like Lime Dive. Yeah, that's cold, motherfucker. Get a hold, motherfucker. That's my dog If he
4: asks, I'll take his soul, motherfucker. That's my dog, yeah. That's my dog, yeah. That's my dog, yeah. That's my dog, yeah.
0: That's my my So, yeah, man. I mean, I think that one was important because it was the Lox and Swiss Beats who DMX came up with and Rough Riders. You know what I mean? The Lox, Jada Kiss, Styles P, and Sheik Looch. You know what I'm saying? And then Swiss, the producer. They were kind of like the Rough Riders crew back in the day. So, that was the opening song on the album. I think that one was kind of, you know, homage to their upbringing. And it was important. Uh, important to play here you know Super New York and then I think they're all from the Bronx I know DMX from uh, the Bronx or Yonkers I don't know but then this other one Super New York obviously as well the Griselda Camp like we've talked about from Buffalo and then DMX obviously it being his album so that first one was called That's My Dog with the Lox and Swizz this next one is called Hood Blues With Westside, Conway, Benny the Butcher, and DMX.
1: I'm on the yard doing purpose, Me trouble fresh. We shoot a land low. He got a new body. I pray the Tesla action near the new body. 50k got my bitch a new body. You internet, nigga, net, nigga? Jaapoo 90. The Ace Sipper, Yee Dilla. Pray five times a day. Get on the wave, nigga. Baddest bitch you ever seen doing my braids, nigga. The tech echo like it got delays, nigga. This shit ain't shit. Get out. Phone uh, the baby, uh, come back at least seven. Uh, K.T. to the wreck yard, I got the weapon. The butcher coming, nigga. Come. On. Uh.
2: You know how I rock six figures off up. Come and spin at my shop, I turn your hood to a hot spot. Every game, I feel like I'm dame. Without a stop, why shootin' before the shot clock. Rizelda got the top spot, locked down like a pawn shop, nigga, I'm thinking, why not? I gave my life to the game, but what do I got? Father these niggas how, I don't even know my pops. This flip phone that I got don't connect to the Wi-Fi. Uh huh, this new foreign shit with the wood on the door. Got me beefing with some niggas I could've put on. They make up lies and put them in songs. I pull up the lies, copping down the block, hit me pulling the yard. Yeah, praying with my dirty hands. I did dirt and scam. I'm asking God, do I deserve these bands? And we from Murderland, Eastside shit, jeans, purple brand, Ryan in the GLE, the turtle band. I- throwing shots you better be precise if i only squeeze it twice that's me being polite we was in the trenches nigga four chicken wings and rice the shooter 14 can't read or write but he gon' squeeze his fight we was trying to sell a key a night cause now i said a g a night wasn't good enough and he was right they mad i'm rich same niggas that wouldn't see my plight the next plan i'm right into the game with kd tonight my nigga. Yeah. Machine bitch, A, beat our uh, body. My nigga on his way home, he just beat, need a beat a body. Every time I leave the house, I got the steamer got body. On me. My jacket a uh, one of none, you never uh, seen it probably. Uh, I took some cheddar out the vault to pay the lawyer for my man. Uh, weapon uh, possession and felony assault. You good, good nigga? Up at Onk's house, he keep the resi off the fork keep I'm Kyrie, hitting niggas with the hezi on the court. Look. I reached the point niggas never would have thought Cause every time I drop something I do never get support FM Max shots severing your corpse You never could extort me My heart cold is February 4th I, They hate to see me win, I'm not surprised Nigga, I'm fucking the bitches Them bum bitches, you fucking idolize I'm in Harlem at Lighthouse Eating lobster fries, V and Shooter with me I got mobster ties. machine I grew up with this dark side, apartheid I'm going
3: to get the and get you kidnapped and hogtied X Illest nigga, billest nigga Never been scared, uh, i am a to nigga uh, Look at cannon, tanning, now to remove your head uh, and shoulders uh, Catch that plan and stand, get man over uh, I'ma make you hand over everything you got Give I'm at the average, motherfuckers Damn it, cause I'm a savage Sometimes I can't manage all the shit in my head I was promised to grow, but I got to stand
0: Oh, oh. You know what I mean? I know shit's mad aggressive. <laughs> That's just how DMX was, man. Rest in peace, DMX. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. Oh, You understand? Also, just real quick, in case you didn't know, during the Drink Champs episode that I talked about with DMX, he mentions kind of why his shit is so heavily influenced by dogs. I guess when he was growing up, he had he basically stole his neighbor's dog and it became like his best friend. You know what I mean? He goes a lot, obviously a lot more into detail about it, but he kind of explains like, that was his only friend as a young kid, so it was just imprinted on him at a young age. You know what I mean? He just became DMX, the fucking, Man X, but, you know, the dog. But while we're on music, I realize it's episode 47. And being from New York, Joey Badass and his crew, pro-era, they, 47 is like a reoccurring theme in a lot of their shit, so I figured it was only appropriate, you know what I'm saying? I think he's from Brooklyn as well, I'm not positive, but shout to Joey Badass and pro-era. I guess the 47 stands for, there was a member, Capstees in their group that had committed suicide back in, like, 2010 or 2008, a long time ago rest in peace cap steez but basically it said uh, as he readied his debut solo mixtape American Corruption he began thinking about a design that he would make into stickers to promote it steez had become fixated on the number 47 which he felt was a perfect expression of balance in the world representing the tension between the fourth chakra the heart and the seventh the brain According to friends, Steez believed it to be the universe's quintessential random number, and started noticing it everywhere on street signs, clocks, and Facebook timestamps. So I guess 47 essentially means balance as far as uh, pro era goes. So shouts to pro era man, rest in peace, Cap Steez. Shouts to Joey Badass, 47. Keep your balance out there, man. This is 47 Goons.
2: This is from the real side. Cut!
0: Okay, Felicia. Yeah.
5: Ass, don't act or pretend back at it again hit it from the back she at it within i got on some shit like i make it tidy for him she a ride or die slim when she in them denims remember it like it was yesterday another case if i fuck your bitch nigga but i'm on clever way caught in the room to elevate said if you ever may slipped in, hit her on the hip with a beretta stay Catch me some assault in my eyelids Awaken from a dream Just perceived how I live so always make-believe Rather unique Lavish, sweet All oh, living the rapper physique Hit up a shoulder At the retreat Back to the telly with freaks Pack up a bowl And we ain't even eat But we got an appetite For cookie creaks And some tricks and they all got air tricks up air they sleep. Mashing
2: on the bridge, Mary Jane, fuck your cigarettes. I'm laughing out loud. Ask me if I'm still stressed, possessed. Hope the boys in blue don't arrest yours truly. Respect but suspect, protect your neck jewelry. Forty sevens and oozies, well connected and recruiting. I'll be with my Mexicans, I know they got the truly. I'm smoking
0: forty sevens and oozies, forty-seven goonies. Yeah, man. Shouts to badass pro era. Yeah, I mean. But I think that was it for music and for New York. Well, before we move on from music and from, I guess, just the New York. The New York fucking motif. You know I had to let the Godson speak. New York state of mind.
5: Yeah, yeah. And hey, yo, Black, it's time, bird. time. It's time, man here. Yeah. yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Where fake niggas don't make it back. I don't know how to start this. No. Rappers are monkey, flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking. Musician, inflicting composition. A pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine, holding an M16. See, with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet hole left in my peep I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out the feet foes. Y'all know my stilo, with or without the airplay. I keep some E&J sitting bent up in the stairway. Or either on the corner betting grants with the C-Lo champs laughing at bass heads trying to sell some broken amps. G-Packs get off quick forever niggas talk shit. Reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Time to start the revolution. To catch a body head for Houston once they caught us off guard. The MAC 10 was in the grass, and I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin. Picked the MAC up, told Brothers back up, the MAC spit was hitting niggas, one ran, I made a backflip. Heard a few chicks scream, my arm shook, couldn't look. Gave another squeeze, heard it click. Yo, my shit is stuck, tried to cock it, it wouldn't shoot now. I'm in danger. Finally pulled it back and saw three bullets caught up in the chamber. So now I'm jetting to the building lobby. And it was full of children, probably couldn't see as high as I be. It's like the game ain't the same. Got younger niggas pulling the triggers, bringing fame to their name and claim some corners. Crews without guns and corners, and broad daylight. Up kids, they run upon us. Four fives and gauges, max and fact Same niggas that catch you back to back, snatching cracks in black. Yo, was a snitch on the block, getting niggas not So hold your stash to the coke price drop. I know the crackhead who says she gotta smoke nice, right? And if it's good, you bring your customers and measuring blocks But yo, you gotta slide on a vacation. Inside information keeps large niggas erasing and they wild spacing. It drops deep as it does in my breath. I never the sleep, sleep is the cousin of death. Be on the walls of intelligence, life is defined, I think of crime. When I'm in a New York, New York state, state of mind. mind. state of mind. state of mind.
0: Your state of mind. New York state of mind. West Holy Tech's. New York state of mind, man. Classic fucking Nas Illmatic. I know I mentioned that, one of the best albums of all fucking time. You know what I mean? It's crazy, though. I mean, New York is obviously a huge fucking city, melting pot of all sorts of cultures. But the amount of art that comes out of there and the amount of... Ho- the people that come out of there pay so much homage to where they're from. You know what I mean? I've always loved that. Like, people from New York fucking live and breathe and die New York. You know what I'm saying? As I was playing that, it made me think of this joint, too. Oh, Frankie, boy. Howie. He...
6: Start spreading Spreading the the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it NEW YORK, NEW YORK THESE vagabond SHOES ARE LONGING TO STRAY RIGHT THROUGH THE VERY HEART OF IT NEW YORK, NEW YORK I WANNA WAKE UP IN A CITY THAT DOESN'T SLEEP and find I'm king of the hill top of the heap these little town blues are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York if I can
0: Rest in peace, man. shout out to Frank Sinatra. Um, and I guess we're kind of done with music, but staying on just pop culture and a little bit of music. Rest in peace to the legend Paul Mooney. If you've ever watched The Chappelle Show, you know who Paul Mooney is. Uh, he did mad comedy writing for like Richard Pryor. and He's been around for a minute, definitely OG. But he just passed away last week. So rest in peace to Paul Mooney. And then also, rest in peace, this one's kind of random, but rest in peace to the drummer from School of Rock. So if you've ever seen the movie with Jack Black, School of Rock, he's like this washed up rock star who ends up becoming a teacher and he kind of turns his class of these smart private school prep school kids into his rock band essentially. And it came out when I was like 12 or 13, so being that age, you know what I mean? I just fucking loved that movie. I was a drummer. I was like, this is awesome. But apparently the kid who played the drummer in that movie, I was reading, I actually think I have a little article. Allegedly, he was, he was, hang on. It says, Kevin Clark, a Chicago musician who as a child actor portrayed drummer Freddie Spazzy McGee Jones. In a 2003 film School of Rock, Died Wednesday after he was struck and killed by a driver while biking in Chicago. Clark was 32. According to the Chicago Sun-Times, Clark was biking in the Avondale neighborhood when he was struck by a Hyundai Sonata at 1:20 a.m. Wednesday. Paramedics arrived at the scene and took Clark to nearby Illinois Masonic Medical Center where he was pronounced dead at 2:04 a.m. The 20-year-old driver of the car was issued citations. Despite having no acting experience, Clark, who began playing drums at the age of three, was cast in School of Rock when he was 12 years old, playing the role of the drummer Freddie in Jack Black's student band. Nearly two decades after its release, the Richard Linklater-directed School of Rock Remains a Cult Favorite, inspiring the short-lived television series and stage musical. So yeah, man, I mean... That just kind of hit home just because I guess I could relate to that story a lot. I mean, he was a young dude. He was riding his bike around town like I do, and he was a drummer. You know what I'm saying? I, later in the article that I didn't screenshot, his mom was essentially saying that movie was his only acting gig. But I guess he had. Ju- he's always been playing drums, and he's more or less a musician at heart. So him and his buddies had just started a band and I guess they literally had just had their first show like the week prior. So to see that he passed and in the fashion that he passed, you know, it's it's unfortunate, obviously, you know, what I'm saying. So, yeah, rest in peace to Paul Mooney and Kevin Clark. I'm sure there were a, a bunch of other ones. Those are just the ones that came across my timeline over the week. Also, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Passed away, I believe, last year. Um, you guys probably know him from his acting career, most likely. Especially a uh, lead character in Black Panther. But I saw this article, or this little snippet that said... Howard University announced Wednesday that it would rename its College of Fine Arts after late actor and Howard alum, Chadwick Boseman. We are very excited. This is the right thing to do. Howard President Wayne A.I. Frederick said in a statement, Chadwick's love for Howard University was sincere, and although he did not live to see those plans through to fruition, it is my honor to ensure his legacy lives on. Bozeman, who served as Howard University's commencement speaker for the class of 2018 and received an honorary doctorate from the university, previously agreed to serve on the board of the Fine Arts College, where he was developing a master's class series for students. So yeah, shouts, and rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman. Shouts to Howard University. I thought that was kind of dope. But also, I guess, just speaking of inducted, or you know, people being awarded. Where is this at? I saw that Mary J. Blige was being inducted into the historic Apollo Walk of Fame. I'm assuming that's a, a affiliated with the Apollo Theater. There, I didn't really find an article on that. It was just a quick little snippet on the timeline. So shouts to Mary J. Blige. You know what I mean? But also... I saw this thing, I guess kind of tying back into New York and whatnot. I don't know how legitimate this was, but I saw an article or a, a quick little blurb from Rolling Stone that said, rapper and beloved Brooklyn neighborhood icon Paperboy Prince is angling for a new title, Mayor of New York. Prince's campaign for mayor might easily be dismissed as an unserious stunt, but in a field full of stuffed suits, bankers, lawyers, mid-level bureaucrats, ex-policy aides, Prince is a shimmering kaleidoscope example of what could be if the fear of mockery didn't prevent us all from thinking a little bit bigger. Consider Prince's vision for New York City, the quote-unquote utopia plan, includes a guaranteed income for all in the form of a monthly cash or cryptocurrency payment of $2,000. Quote, unquote, love centers spread throughout the city where New Yorkers can go to make friends, receive relationship and mental health counseling, child care and job training, the transformation of the NYPD into a quote, unquote, love team, our crumbling public education system replaced with futuristic schools, NYCHA public housing retrofitted into mansions, and the implementation of universal health care. It's easy to laugh off Prince's ambitious agenda until you visit the Paperboy Prince Love Gallery in Bushwick. On a Wednesday morning, a little after 9 a.m., The line for Prince's weekly food distribution stretches all the way down the block. Over the next two hours, hundreds of neighbors, low-income seniors, veterans, immigrants, individuals who have struggled with cyclical homelessness stop by to pick up groceries that Prince has given out every week for much of the past year. So I thought that was super interesting. Obviously, I don't know how serious um, this dude, Paperboy Prince, is taking his run for mayor, if it's legit or not. But just the idea behind it and, you know, the his motivation, what it seems like he's doing already for his hometown, Bushwick, Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was kind of dope. Um... Especially, like, if clowns like Donald Trump can be voted into the Oval Office, then I don't understand why people like this can't at least run for mayor and have a legitimate chance, you know what I mean? Like, Kanye was talking about going for president. This dude's just shooting for mayor of New York. Um, And whether or not, you know what I mean, whether or not that happens, who the fuck knows, he could end up at a lower level seat just for the borough of Brooklyn or something, which would still be dope, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. You never know till you try. It's 2021. Shit's changing out here, you know what I'm saying? So shouts to Paperboy Prince. Good luck to you, you know what I mean? Much love. I thought that was just a cool little interesting story, and he looks like a very eclectic, artistic dude as you could kind of tell by I mean, he's a rapper, uh but yeah, look it up, Paperboy Prince, man. What else do we got over here? I also saw... Where is this article at? I saw that Angelina Jolie, the actress... She's trying to save the bees, I think. I didn't read this whole thing, but I took a screenshot, so we're going to read it right now. Hang on one sec. So this is from Nat Geo. It says, Angelina Jolie has long been involved with the UN as a special envoy, and now she's working with UNESCO and Guerlain. G-U-E-R-L-A-I-N. Guerlain? I don't know. On a Women for Bees initiative that will ultimately build 2,500 beehives and restock 125 million bees by 2025, while training and supporting 50 women beekeepers. To promote the initiative for World Bee Day, in collaboration with Nat Geo, Angelina wanted to do a portrait covered in bees, I'm a beekeeper and when I was given the assignment to work with Angelina, my main concern was safety. Shooting during the pandemic with a full crew and live bees made the execution complex. And I knew the only way to ensure we achieved the desired effect for the photo was to use the same technique that Richard Avedon used 40 years ago to create his iconic beekeeper portrait. I hired my friend Conrad Buffard, a master beekeeper, to help. He contacted the entomologist who formulated a special pheromone known as Queen Mandibular Pheromone or QMP for Avedon and worked with him to capture the image of beekeeper Ronald Fisher which appeared in his book The American West. The entomologist offered to let us use the actual pheromone from the Avedon shoot. We used Italian bees, kept calm throughout our shoot by Conrad. Everyone on set except Angelina had to be in a protective suit. It had to be quiet and fairly dark to keep the bees calm. I applied the pheromone in the places on her body where I wanted the bees to congregate. The bees are attracted to the pheromone, but it also encourages them not to swarm. We also placed a large number of bees on a board that rested in front of her waist. Angelina stood perfectly still covered in bees for 18 minutes without a sting. Being around bees is always an experience that leaves me in awe. I think this shoot was also an awe-inspiring event for all who were present, and our offering for World Bee Day has its own roots in photographic history. Creating this portrait exactly 40 years later, we are not only honoring bees and beekeepers everywhere today, we are also honoring Avedon, his iconic image, and the technique by which it was achieved. Hashtag World Bee Day. So yeah, shouts to Nat Geo, shouts to Angelina Jolie, I'm sure you guys have heard in the past 5, 10, 15 years or whatever, the steady decline in bees that the world's been seeing. And in case you're unaware, I mean, they're super important. I know we kind of see them as a nuisance sometimes because we just think that they're going to sting us and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the bees are responsible for majority, if not, you know, a huge fraction of the fucking pollination that takes place around the world with, you know, flowering plants and things like that. So... It's cool to see shit like that, you know what I'm saying? People taking initiative to try to save the bee population. I think us as humans are doing enough to fuck up this world and eradicate plants and animals because, you know, we think we're superior. So it's always heartwarming to see people doing the opposite and actually trying to help out, restore some wildlife, protect the wildlife, you know what I mean? Um, Just because insects are small... Doesn't mean that they're irrelevant or any less important than us. You know what I'm saying? You can even argue that they're way more important. We're not populating shit except for fucking, you know what I'm saying? We just fuck each other and make more humans, man. Anyway, so yeah, shouts to Angelina Jolie, shouts to Nagio. I thought that was pretty dope. I also saw, we're just kind of bouncing all over the place. I also saw that Tim Tebow is joining the Jags. I know I mentioned to you guys, I'm a Jags fan, unfortunately, because we fucking suck. If you've watched any of these uh, YouTube videos, you see the Jags rug behind me on the wall. But long story short, Tim Tebow, being from Jacksonville, he actually played QB for Nice High School, which my high school played uh, in a couple sports when I was up. I went to high school in the Jacksonville area. So him being from Jacksonville, he was always a quarterback, but you know, he was kind of an unorthodox quarterback, and there was always talk if he should play another position and whatnot, but he retired a while ago, I mean, I don't remember the exact year, but he retired a while back, and he's been acting as a news reporter or sportscaster ever since, but I saw last week that apparently the Jaguars just signed Tim Tebow as a tight end, so yeah, man. Jags are back in town, you know what I'm saying? I thought that was kind of dope. Just He's always expressed, he actually went to play baseball too for a little while, but he's always expressed interest and in wanting to come back to play the sport of football. So, it's good to see him back, man. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a die-hard Tebow fan like a lot of people from Jacksonville who are also Gator fans where, you know, he went and played football at UF. But I definitely support him and appreciate just what he does. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully he brings a new dynamic to the Jags. Shouts out to Tebow. You know what I mean? But I also... So I I realized that we're at the very end of the month of May. And I didn't make mention to this once, so I apologize. But May is Mental Health Month. So if you guys have been struggling out there with mental health... You know what I mean? Uh, this is the month to do something about it, talk to somebody, whether it's your friends, your family, a therapist, you know what I mean? Your significant other, whatever. Um, I think at the end of the day, we all go through mental struggles that other people don't see because we're either afraid or ashamed, embarrassed to talk about them. We feel like our problems are minimal. You know, we don't want to bother other people with our issues and things like that because in all honesty i mean everyone is dealing with shit so you don't want to project your shit on other people but at the same time uh someone else may be going through something similar and you were unaware of that but you you speak up and you guys start to talk and you could maybe help each other out you know what i'm saying they might have some advice some insight as to what you're going through or vice versa maybe You could help someone else out and you were unaware of that as well, you know. But yeah, so happy Mental Health Month to everybody out there. Please don't neglect your mental health. It's a muscle just like any other muscle that you work out when you go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? You need to take time to rest, to meditate, reflect, you know, sleep. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep, eat right. You got to take care of your mind, man, just because we don't see it you know we can't flex it like a bicep type shit it seems to go under the radar which we can't allow that we can't allow that you know that usually doesn't end well so happy mental health month to everybody out there and once again if you're struggling if you know you're unsure you're feeling depressed or down or lost whatever like I said, reach out to somebody. I mean, you can reach out to me, you know what I'm saying, if you want to. Um, I'm here for you guys. Like I've said before, I, I want this to be an open, a open, welcoming environment. You know what I mean? A place of peace, a place of love. Uh, we joke around and curse and talk shit, but I think it's all in good fun. I hope you guys know that. So, I mean, yeah, you can hit the email if you want some advice. I don't think I'm... I, you know, I think like I said earlier, I'm definitely not perfect by any means, especially mentally. My sister actually made a comment to me probably a year or two ago. She was like, I noticed that you're much more just like calm and collected these days and whatnot. And she was just asking what if I was doing anything different and whatever. And it was kind of everything I just said. I started working out more. I started eating better. Uh, I started meditating, like I mentioned on here. Fucking reading, just taking a little time in the morning just to read, you know what I mean? Not turn on the TV, no electronics, just kind of unplug, open a nice book, you know what I'm saying? Just fucking read, let your mind relax, you know? Soak up some knowledge, some words. I like, I prefer nonfiction, but whatever you like to read, you want to read Harry Potter? Fucking go for it, man, you know? I started listening to... People like Alan Watts. What's the other guy's name? Fucking uh, sad guru. Just people like philosophers more or less. You know, instead of like podcasts are great. Obviously, I still listen to podcasts and music. But sometimes rather than hear just opinions and, you know, people talking about shit kind of aimlessly or without reason... Sometimes it's nice just to throw on a little Alan Watts, uh, you know, lecture, I guess you would call it, and it's more, it's like Eastern philosophy stuff, I don't know, a lot of that stuff helps me kind of clear my mind and refocus, just to calm you down, so that would be my recommendation, not that you asked for it, but you know, you're in the K-Podcast, so you know what I'm saying, you're gonna get it regardless, (laughs) motherfucker, now nah, yeah, but much love to you guys, man. Once again, happy Mental Health Month. I apologize for not bringing that up sooner in other episodes this month because your boy been fucking busy out it. But, man, just speaking of mental health and shit, and health, I guess, uh, I know I mentioned I got the first vaccine shot. I believe the second shot is this Wednesday for me, for your boy. All right. So this Wednesday, I will be fully vaxxed out here, running amok. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and I actually saw this little video um, about this guy kind of explaining, at least in his words, the importance of the vaccine. And now, I don't know if he's a doctor, you know what I'm saying? He's wearing scrubs, but anyone can literally just go buy some scrubs. And this was on social media, but I still think that what he says kind of makes a lot of sense. And kind of, I don't know, I'll just play it. I thought it was pretty good. Tips from the ER. You should get vaccinated. Yes, of course, you can still get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. The same way you can still get pregnant if you use birth control. And the same way you can still die from a car accident if you use a
1: seatbelt. But that doesn't mean you're not going to use the birth control or the seatbelt. The vaccine is not a cure, motherfuckers. It is a layer of protection. Up to 95%.
0: 95% is not 100%. They've been telling you this since day one. You can still get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. We didn't kill the virus. It's still very much there. But
1: the vaccine helps protect you from developing severe symptoms from the virus. So you don't die.
0: It also reduces the risk of you spreading the virus. So other people don't die. Did you think about that? Of course not, you selfish fuck. There are people around the world who would give up their left nut for a vaccine shot. And you're worried that it's some government scheme to microchip and track you? They're tracking you through your phones, motherfuckers.
1: Get your vaccine shots.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like I said, I don't know how legit this dude's, you know, background is in medicine and whatnot, but regardless, I think what he was saying, you know, dude had some legit points, you know what I mean? So, I'm not telling you what to do I'm just telling you what I'm doing Alright Got my shit on Wednesday You boy be fully vaxxed up And then we fucking out yeah. But yeah man, I think uh, I think this is gonna wrap up Episode 47 I know it was pretty New York heavy Probably just called this one New York State of Miami Shouts to Nasir But before we get out of here You know what I mean Gotta do a little joint I know, well, first off, man, first and foremost, I know I already reiterated, but if you could just hit the email, the realkpodcast at gmail.com, I would really motherfucking appreciate it. I had some more questions and I forgot to get to them, so they're going to have to wait till next episode, unfortunately, but, you know what I mean, with the shortage, man, it will be just fine, all right? And also, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on here, but I finally created an Instagram for the for this podcast. So if you go to Instagram and search The Real K Podcast, just like the email, you'll find the Instagram page for the show. So be sure to follow us on there, man. Little updates, uh, you know, just shit going on with the show. Much love to you guys. And you know the fucking vibes as always. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay... Fucking tuned, podsters. I love you. We about to get out this motherfucker, right? by rare earth man but yeah much love man peace get the fuck out of here go do something constructive it's sunny outside get yours get some money yeah me fuck out of here (laughs) <laughs> Alright, peace. The <laughs> Scream! You don't have to go home. You just can't stay here, right?